Today's story is Switch of Hands by Ghosting. The sound of ravens could be heard through the midday sun as it glazed upon the woods. One raven stood up on top of a building, cawing as it spoke. The place was abandoned, left with nothing but emptiness and the little graffiti that was sprayed among the hollow walls. What little life there was was soon interrupted by the sound of a vehicle, a van, coming out of the woods. The dark colors on it almost appeared as if it were a shadow on the ground. Stepping out of both of the driver and the passenger seat were two men. They looked no older than 25. Walking to the back, they opened the back door, revealing a woman with a smile on her face. Finally we arrived, huh? She asked. Haru was being a little frustrating with the directions, but yeah, we're here, one of the men explained with a smirk. Excuse me? You wouldn't listen to me, Kai, Haru called out with an annoyed look. Calm down, Haru, I'm only messing with you, Kai said, before turning over to look at the woman. Anyway, Akari, how's the equipment coming along? Well, she began, besides the few bumps she went over, everything is in tip-top shape. Fantastic, we can start soon. Arigato, Haru thanked her. Should we go ahead and set up the cameras? Kai asked Akari. She then shook her head. Not yet. Remember, Umi is coming in a little bit. Still, it would be best to go ahead and get a start, and maybe that way we can get a little sneak peek if anything else happens, Kai pointed out. Despite his big brain, he can be smart sometimes, Haru agreed. Kai looked at him confused. That sentence didn't make any sense. You alright? Kai started to chuckle. It's the meme. Have you been under a rock? Akari, you know what I'm talking about, right? She shook her head once again. You know what? Let's just go ahead and set up the cams. Haru went ahead and grabbed a few cameras before heading on inside the building. Kai wasn't far behind him. A little bit after setting up the few cameras they brought inside, Kai found Haru once again. He seemed to be looking out the window, which made Kai curious as to what he was looking at. Do you see something? Kai asked him calmly. Haru jumped a bit, but put on a smile quickly. No, I uh, just find it weird for a window to be here, Haru explained. Since you're the guy wanting to come here, uh, what was the building used for? Honestly, I'm unsure. I only discovered this place recently. There was nothing about it on the internet or anything just abandoned and empty. From the looks of it, though, definitely could see it being a hospital. Haru thought for a moment. A hospital here doesn't make sense. But the world is a crazy place, he finally said. Definitely too many unanswered questions, Haru jokes. Anyway, we should head back and meet up with Akari, Kai suggested. Yeah, you're right. We gotta see if the cameras are set up right and if Umi actually came this time. They both began walking down the stairwell while still continuing their conversation. I never understood why she likes that guy, Haru said out of the blue. Kai just smirked and chuckled under his breath. Still have a crush on her after all these years? Haru pointed out. N no, he said embarrassed. I'm not judging, man. Gotta give you props on the commitment. Thanks, I guess. Walking outside, beside the van, 
there could be seen a lime-colored car. Haru and Kai both nodded to one another, knowing who it was that had arrived. Within the van, Akari and Umi looked upon the cameras, making sure that everything wasn't out of order. Umi stayed close with Akari, giving an occasional smile when he looked back to her. Turning to talk to Akari, Umi was soon interrupted by Kai and Haru. Alright, Baka, what took you so long this time? Kai asked with a smirk. Umi rolled his eyes at the remark. Honestly, do you want to know? Umi asked. No, not really, just giving you a hard time. Anyway, are the cameras good and running? Kai asked Akari. She nodded. Running pretty smoothly. Hopefully this time we actually catch some ghosts. Past few investigations haven't been exactly successful. They continued on their conversation. While Umi had a thought that he couldn't quite wrap his brain around, he turned over to Akari with a curious look. Akari, how did you find this place? It's not even on the map or anything you could look up online, Umi asked her. Honestly, I was just driving around and found a road that I've never seen before, which led to here, she responded. I wonder why a hospital would be this far out of town. Doesn't even seem that logical now that I think about it, Haru commented. This spells paranormal all over it, Kai said with a smile. Well, let's see what we can get before it gets dark, Umi said, and the group agreed. Kai and Haru grabbed some equipment and went ahead and ran inside. Umi grabbed a walkie-talkie and another object. Before leaving, he gave a gentle kiss on Akari's forehead before going off himself. Kai and Haru were upstairs looking around and explored the area. Lots of rusted-over wheelchairs and bed frames could be seen in most of the rooms. Haru walked into a room which had a single window. It was broken, with shattered glass still on the floor looking around and then taking a picture or two before leaving. One step out the door, he heard a noise behind him. He jumped a bit and turned around. He watched, eventually hearing the noise that came from beneath the bed. Haru gulped before looking down, only to be jumped by a raven flying towards him. He cried out when Kai ran to him in panic. Uh, what's wrong? Kai asked worriedly as he saw Haru on the floor. Yeah, just, uh... A blackbird came out of nowhere and flew at me, Haru explained. Jesus. We're hunting ghosts and you're over here on the floor because of a bird? Kai laughed. Getting annoyed, Haru pushed past Kai. Still, Kai continued to laugh behind him. Umi walked around the first floor, continued exploring the old building, seeing what was there. He had never been to an abandoned hospital before and it made him realize how empty such a place could feel. He took out his walkie-talkie, and right before he could speak, he thought he saw a figure walk by. Looking up, he saw a camera was placed near him in the same direction of the figure. Hey, Akari, he called. Yeah? she asked curiously. Did you see anything on the camera? No, did you see something? Probably just my mind playing with me. Just wanted to make sure. Walking forward, he heard a slight gasp from his walkie-talkie. He quickly pulled it up to his mouth. Akari? He called. I looked closer. Don't go forward. There's a person right behind that corner in front of you. After saying that, Umi heard a low giggle from the corner. Nani? Umi said under his breath. The person walked from behind the corner with a smile on his face. He wore a white hoodie, 
a knife in hand, long black hair covering one eye. The sun barely grazed onto his face, enough to show his eyes glaring red. Who, who the hell are you? Umi said while backing up a bit. I've been watching closely. I finally came up with the fact that this isn't Shirokiobi anymore. This isn't the first time I've come here. And now that I have new prey, I should acquaint them, right? <laughs> he giggled. I don't know what you're talking about. Stay back, or I'll get the police here. Umi warned a sweat could be seen coming down his forehead. The man just laughed hysterically. He glared once more towards Umi and licked his lips. You weren't the first to pull that on me. Let's see if you can be the first to actually do it. The man dashed forward with his knife. Umi tried grabbing his hand only to miss and have it pierce straight through it. He screamed out in agony as the man got him down to the ground and tried pressing the knife into his neck. The man continued to laugh as he tried pushing it closer and closer, making him bleed slightly. The sound of footsteps rushing down the hallway could be heard. Umi, we're coming, just hold on, Kai yelled. As they got there, they saw that Umi was still putting up a fight. The man stared at them with a smile. He started giggling as he eventually stopped pushing. Umi tried to push him, but before he could touch him, the man slashed deep within his neck without any hesitation. Licking the blood off the knife, Kai and Haru looked at him, horrified. Umi! Ikari yelled through the walkie-talkie. Now, who's next? The man said with a creepy smile. Without a word, Kai and Haru ran back. The man also quickly pursued them. Trying to run up the stairs, Haru looked back from the corner of his eye. Just as Kai was about to reach the top of the stairs with Haru, the man grabbed him by the back of his shirt, yanking him backwards causing him to tumble down the concrete stairs. Bones could be heard breaking and even the snap of his neck. Haru watched in horror as he saw his best friend murdered before his eyes. The man turned around with a smirk, only to quickly be surprised by a punch directly in his face. The man fell back a bit, almost losing his footing on the stairs. Looking at Haru, who was full of hatred, the man laughed. All the times I've been here, never once did they try to fight back man said. Shut up! Haru yelled before throwing another punch. Not this time! The man dodged and slammed Haru against the wall. He pulled out his knife again and tried going for Haru's neck. Quickly, Haru used his arm and the knife stabbed deep into it. With that distraction, Haru kicked the man back and pulled out the knife from his arm, blood dripping onto the floor, making the man lick his lips. So red and smooth... Can't wait to have a taste, he said with a smile. Haru then tried swinging the knife himself, only to be tackled against the wall once again. The man punched Haru's face, grabbing the knife back. The man jumped back a bit and analyzed where to go next. Haru felt tired with the constant blood leaving his body. Behind the man, Haru noticed the window from before. If there was any chance of beating him, this was it. The man attacked once again, leaving an opening. Haru took the chance and punched as hard as he could into the man's face. The man felt disoriented, and then felt a hard kick to the stomach. He fell back and broke the window behind him. The man was about to fall, only to see Haru punch him once more. The man fell through, though Haru noticed something. There was a smile 
on his face, and he mouthed the words Arigatogo. The man fell with a large smack. A pool of blood could be seen as it formed. Tired, Haru stumbled back to the van. His breathing was heavy, and he was barely conscious. Blood still dripped from his hand as he fell in the middle of the field. Akari ran out to him in panic. Tears fell from her eyes as she hugged Haru. Oh god, I'm so glad you're okay, she cried. Why did this happen? His shoulder felt wet and cold as she cried. Haru placed his hand on the back of her head and patted her hair. It's okay. Everything will be okay, he said. She then gasped as she felt the coldness of a blade pierce her back. Everything will be okay, Akari, he said once again. She turned briefly and saw the glare of his red eyes. She then slid off him and slumped to the ground without another noise. Poor soul. It was fun while it lasted. <laughs> he chuckled. He then sat up and realized blood was still dripping from his arm. This man killed me? Interesting. No matter. Should only be another few minutes before I go home. He looked up when he heard a noise. Uh oh. Who decided to stay? He smiled. Then a dart shot him in the shoulder. It... Nani? More and more darts were shot at him, causing him to fall onto the ground. His mouth began to foam up. He was still conscious, but barely. Several men in uniforms came out of the woods. One of them crouched down and analyzed him. Lifting up the sleeve, the man tagged Haru's shoulder. All right, sir. Subject, uh, Jeff is captured, the man said. Good. Wrap him and put him in the container before he's able to move again. Two men nodded and began wrapping him in a weird material. Carrying him away, the commander looked at the building once more. So, he began, they can come back more than once. Well then, that was an awesome story. I hope you guys got the reference. I know I did, and I'm pretty sure most of you guys did. You guys all know the story of Jeff and everything, so... Uh, Ghost did a fantastic job writing the story, and always a pleasure to work with the man. Uh, I'm going to link to his Twitter down in the description. He's a fantastic author and a really good friend of mine, a really good guy, and I genuinely appreciate him. I'm super happy with how this story came out. And yeah, I honestly look forward to working with him and doing more of his stories in the future. So, if you guys liked this, uh, please do consider following him on Twitter and, you know, just kind of keeping up with what he does. Dude is awesome. Legit. So, if you liked the video and would like more content like this or content that's so vastly different, it's like comparing outlets to pull sticks, please consider joining Nevermore. To do so, I gotta do so the subscribe button and the bell icon next to it. Or, you can follow me on social media pages or... You can support the page through Patreon or Coffee. All of this optional and all of it is very much appreciated. So, yeah, just consider it, please. If you decide to do none of it, that's fine. Just as long as there was some consideration, it would be greatly appreciated. Uh, yeah. I hope you all have a good weekend. Um, today's going to be a busy as hell day for me, so... Tomorrow, too, probably. And then next week is busy. It's always busy. That's my life. My life is busy. <laughs> Alright guys, I hope you have a good one. I'll see you in the next video. Much love and until then, sleep well.